0: Welcome to the bonus episode with Susie Q. Uh, If you haven't tuned in to the main episode, you're going to want to hear all about her reinvention project and how she's been reinventing herself since she was a kid. Um, But on this episode, you're going to hear all about how you can break free from corporate. And we're going to be talking directly with Susie about her program and how she helps others break free from being a slave to the corporate machine. (laughs)
1: Yes, absolutely. Hearing you say that translates so well as to how it can feel when we're in that corporate world, right?
0: Yeah, I have one of those like yes and sort of with those like my corporate world was really nonprofit world. And uh, the tax statuses are different, um, but they are still companies with humans trying to reach goals and money is always one of those goals. Um so for me when i think of corporate it's like profits over people but in nonprofits you can't have people without profits so we know they work both Absolutely. ways so talk to me about how we help people break free from corporate where does someone start if they're listening to this episode and they're like oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> feeling that overwhelmed
0: <laughs> yes yes like where do you start
1: well honestly i think that every situation and every person scenario is very unique. So that's the very th- first thing that I like to acknowledge is that our circumstances are very individual to what we have going on in our, in our life. It could be family responsibilities um, and other things that we're trying to manage and juggle, right? And I think that this is something I've noticed that as women, we tend to Juggle a lot of things. <laughs> we tend to have a lot of, you know, um, plates that we're spinning and trying to make sure that we're handling everything tends to fall on us quite a bit. So I think really the starting point becomes acknowledging where are you at right now in your journey. Um, if you've been in a career for a long time, it can be really scary to think what does it look like beyond this corporate world um, and making this transition. So first thing I like to do is assess where they're at. How quickly do you want to make that transition? Is it something, you know, are you being laid off? Obviously that's something and that's not a controllable, but if it's something that they're looking to do in the next six months, 12 months, or a couple of years, you know, maybe they're thinking of retirement and want to pivot. Um, because we can transition at so many stages in our life and of our, of our life. And so, um, I like to assess where you're at beginning in your journey and what your timeline looks
0: like. Mm-hmm. So I guess if I were to put this in like a song, we start at the very beginning. <laughs> it's a very good yes. place to start. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I love that you call yourself this reinvention warrior. Uh, because you really do need to have this warrior mindset when you're looking at leaving and doing something new. It's not even just leaving corporate, although it does sort of feel like brave heart, right? Like yeah. or the "Who's coming with me?" type of thing. Yeah. But this mindset of this is not going to be easy. We're we're this is right. not a reinvention, you know, fairy project, like or no. sparkles. Like this is going to be a tough journey. Um, and so you've developed this, it's a 12 week group in private coaching. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Correct. Uh, program to help develop warriors, uh, reinvention warriors. What can you share a little bit about, um, how it works? How do you even get into this program? How do you find it? All that stuff. (laughs) Absolutely. So I have an application process. So right now I'm accepting
1: applications through my email address that I've shared with you. Um, And the reason why is because I want these to be intimate sessions when they are in a group setting. I don't want them to be, you know, a lot of times you see coaching uh, opportunities where it's like there's a hundred people and you're never going to get a chance to speak to the facilitator. (laughs) And I just feel that's so impersonal. And when we are making that decision to make this big pivot in our career, it requires a lot of hands on you know, um, communication, discussion, and working through the different challenges that each person has. Um, So that's where we start is really me getting an understanding of where each of the clients is at in their journey. You know, are you just starting off this journey? Are you like already out the door? And now you're just kind of jumping right into it. And so, with the 12 week program, what I do is I walk these women through different stages and, especially, mindset. I truly believe in my heart that the mindset piece is one of the biggest challenges to overcome. And no matter if you're leaving corporate or you have a big life change, making that transition is huge for us and reframing our thoughts reframing the way we handle different scenarios changes depending on you know what direction you're moving forward in and so we i really do a lot of focusing on the mindset piece initially with everyone in the group and in private coaching clients as well um And then we just start working through like, what does your financial roadmap? So the way I like to describe my 12 week program and really just my process in general is thinking of it like a roadmap. You know, you're, you don't want to just randomly just take off and not have an idea of where you're going. We want to map things out and have some sort of a plan in place. And unfortunately, when you're on a road trip, what happens? There's detours, there's potholes, there's, you know, different things that might happen. And so what we do is by designing your plan is we talk about how do we handle those scenarios when they do pop up. And how do we navigate that process and not just break down on the side of the road on this road trip? We just continue to push forward and work through the different challenges. So mindset is a huge piece. Um, the financial aspect, you know, to really assess expenses, um, what income looks like and get a good idea of what do I need to be planning for ahead? Um And then I like to help them with time management because I believe that when we're working in a corporate world and we're trying to build a business on the side, how you handle your time is so critical. And I think our time is the most precious resource that we have because we can't just go to the store and buy some more. You know, I can't just tack on and feed the meter and raise how much hours I have in my day. Um, So we work through some time management strategies to work them through that. And then just some of the tactical things of, you know, what does it take to build a business? What are things that I should know? Because I felt when I first started my very first business, I remember there were expenses that came up that I had no idea what they were. That no Most one ever prepared me for. of them are government for. expenses. <laughs> yeah. I just have to
0: interject because it's tax season. Yeah. Oh, it costs exactly. this and there's an annual report and then there's, uh, yeah, oh, uh-huh. you have to pay to pay your taxes. <laughs> yes, you do actually. And then there's this fee mm-hmm. for it
1: yeah exactly exactly so there's all these unexpected fees right or unexpected expenses that initially you think like okay i'm just gonna go do you know purchase these random things that i think it takes and then you find out later oh oh, i was supposed to also get all these other things in place to have a good solid foundation for my business so that's really what i try to do is prepare them for that so there's no surprises and um, I like to also help them with understanding, like, what are your strengths? Because one of the things that I recognize when I worked in corporate, um, I was in HR for a couple years, and I felt that a lot of times we would tend to forget that we have transferable skills and that the skill sets that we use in our, our careers, we can implement and utilize in other aspects of our lives, be it a business, be it just life in general, you know, household things. And we forget that we tend to forget like, oh, no, but that's like my corporate hat or that's my career hat. You know, I can only use that over there. And so I try to help them through that process of uncovering what are you really good at and what is fun to you? I think that if you're designing a business, you have to have fun. Um, You have to do something that you enjoy, that you're passionate about. And so I try to encourage that with my students and help them through that process.
0: I love that you called them your students. Were you a teacher in a career? (laughs) No, I wasn't. No, but I love
1: teaching. You know, I feel like, like the mommy mentor, I guess, like I love to help guide them in that process. So I just, I, I enjoy seeing people thrive. I enjoy seeing women become so passionate and excited that they just light up. That's like the greatest reward for me.
0: Yeah. I love that you're helping people to identify their strengths and also their time management and energy and really keeping it centered around joy. We think that we're leaving, I use we, like I'm the Royal we, but like people think they're leaving their corporate job to have something that's their own and that they're going to somehow have more time. Like somehow you won't still work the 80 hour weeks that you were working and you actually don't have to, Because uh, I've built a couple of businesses, and so this time around, you know, really understanding that for myself of well, these are the days that I'm going to have for energy. Like, well, what if some? But you really need those clients. Well, I'm not available at that time, and so allowing yeah. knowing that creating a business is about creating a limited edition project, um, you know, offering or a limited edition value package where you're very you're bringing this experience, these strengths that you've built in corporate. You're bringing your lived experience, which corporate doesn't typically ask about, which is why we get Mm -hmm. idiots that make decisions. I'm looking at you, (laughs) PhD holders, that you haven't, you know, you can't get a PhD and also always be in the arena. Like some of you haven't really spent that much time there. So you're talking about bringing all of that together. And then let's do something fun with this because. Right. It's not fun to make money for someone that you don't even know. They're depending on how far removed you are from the CEO.
1: Absolutely. And you hit on something that I think is really valuable as well, which is learning how to set boundaries, you know. And that's something that I really hone in on is like you said, you can still work those 80 hours in a corporate job or in a business, but really developing a good framework and saying, okay, these are my parameters. This is, you know, especially when you're a business owner and you, let's say you have a family and you want to have protected time where this is family time, or I want to pick up my kids from school every day or drop them off or have a play date. Mm -hmm. You get to define that. And I think that because I call it the corporate trap and we have this corporate thinking hat on all the time and it's like, well, regimented eight to five. That's all I know. That's all I could ever do. It's so structured and, you know, perfect, but In entrepreneurship, that's the beauty of it is we have that freedom of designing our schedules the way we envision it and to meet the needs of our responsibilities or what we want to accomplish. So it's one of the things that I really like to hone in on is setting those boundaries in place to help, you know, in their situation that they're faced with.
0: Yeah, I always say build your dream dream life so that when you quit your job, like the schedule is there and then you just work the dream life until the money is there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yes, sometimes we that. think it goes the other way, but like if you're working your dream life, you're going to have fun doing it. Yes. You are. Checking with your gut. We had talked about this before we hopped on here. Like I did really want to go downtown Knoxville, which is a, but it's a 25 minute drive for me. And I also would have to rush back to get to see a client because I had an opportunity to meet somebody else for coffee after like I had, <laughs> A lot of reasons why that was important to me, I blocked off my, my schedule, I didn't have clients. Um, But just even recognizing that, hey, I'm the CEO, I don't have to check in (laughs) with anybody for a sick day, but myself, you know, checking in and just honoring, you know, normally we go through our heads, how many sick days do I have? Like, do I can I afford to miss this? Like, what if I don't meet this person I'm supposed to meet? It really allows yeah. you to just keep checking back in with yourself. Like, we just had daylight savings time. How many moms <laughs> out there? I'm not even a mom. I have a dog on a oh. weird schedule. Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right. Uh, I have myself on a weird schedule for just from the hours they coach, but how many moms are just energetically not going to be there? It's going to take two weeks to adjust. They tell us that oh, about yeah. habits, right? If you want to get sober, it takes 21 days. Like you're getting sober from, you know, I hope we save daylight because <laughs> <laughs> uh, we certainly didn't save ourselves with that. So I love what you're Absolutely. doing and preaching and. Uh, I think it's also worth noting in the bonus episode, in case you haven't listened to the main episode, but you should go tune in to hear all about uh, this Reinvention Warrior. She has a podcast you can tune into. Where can they listen to your podcast? Um, I'm pretty much everywhere you can find a podcast and it's
1: Reinvention Warrior.
0: Yeah. Reinvention Warrior. And I think it's also just worth mentioning that Susie is a certified Maxwell coach, speaker, and trainer. Um, And she has her bachelor's in business management and master's in organizational leadership. I'm sure you've read this in the podcast preview, but in case you missed it, um, she's certified. She's a warrior. She's helping people reinvent themselves. And we're just excited to have you here, uh, given a hoot with you on this bonus episode, head over to hear all about her story and how she grew up constantly being a reinvention warrior, which led her to where she is today.
1: Thank you so much, Katie.